One of the best indicators of a strong, healthy ministry is the longevity of your volunteers. Like it or not, most people who volunteer in ministry will do so for a while, but then eventually they'll take a break. But when you know how to keep them serving for a longer period of time, that means your ministry stays healthier. So in this podcast, we're going to look at nine tips to increase volunteer retention in your church. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. So the Sunday comes along and a new family visits our church. We are loving it. And this guy and his wife are sharp. I think they've got three boys in like elementary and junior high. And so uh, like the good staff guy that I was, I pick up the phone on Monday and say, hey, Let's let's go get lunch. Uh, you available? We took him out to Mustards. There was a restaurant in Des Moines mm, called Mustards. Remember Mustards? Yeah, Mustards. Mustard. So we're out of Mustards, and here's the way the conversation goes. Hey, what do you do? Yeah. Hey, have you been married? Have you, you know, 15 years? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I said to him, Well, what what do you like to do at the church? I'll do anything. Famous last words. <laughs> when a, a new person in the church, I'll do anything. In other words, he's trying to communicate to me, hey, whatever you need, I'll try to help you with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, dumb, dumb that I am, I, he said, I'll do anything. So, boom, a week later, I needed a big metal sign. And I'm going to say this thing was probably, I don't know, probably the length of this wall here, John. And it was huge and probably that wide. And it said, I think, prayer chapel or something on it. So I call this guy up. Hey, could you hang this? Hesitancy on the phone. Should have been my first clue. I remember this guy said, I'll do anything. So long and short is he comes in on Saturday and he hangs this big metal sign on a block wall. And we come in on Sunday morning, and it's almost done right. It was we had to fix it. It was it was just not good, and he did not have a good experience. The guy who told me he would do everything, I believed him. I had him do something I needed done, but I asked him to do something outside of his gifting. I didn't take the time to determine really what he was good at. And so because of that, the guy ultimately left the church. I mean, he's, I'm thinking, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that just because of that, but the first experience I helped him have was a negative experience. Whoops. I mean, it was bonehead <laughs> move. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, you, do that. you messed that one up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Great, great reinforcement. <laughs> so well, anyway, so um, we want to help you today with things that you could do. And we've we're, we're got a, a boatload of them here, so we're going to fly through them. Nine things that you can do to really help retain volunteers at the level you want. I'm, we're going to get started. I'm going to get started here. <laughs> Why do I put this down? Research gifts and talents. Hello, Dick. Don't ask somebody who's not gifted with their hands to do something that they need to have their hands. Um research them, know what they'd like to do, and then play to that. Yes, I understand you have, I had this wall thing I had to get done, but I would have been way better off if I had not contacted this guy. I had contacted for something else and had somebody else who was good with their hands put that thing up. So research gifts and talents, know what they do. Uh, Have clear expectations. 
Uh, my expectations were probably clear to this guy, uh, but the, 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 his ability to do it uh, wasn't good. So, I mean, there, I will say, and you've had it happen, we've had it happen, where someone asks you to do something, but then they switch what they really want done, the old bait and switch routine. Mm-hmm. Don't do that to people. Yeah. You know, if you want to retain volunteers, you ask them with clear expectations of what you want to have done, and then they'll be happy, you'll be happy, and they'll stay with you way longer. That's right. Uh, third tip is to do not guilt the volunteer. You don't want to guilt people and make them feel guilty yeah. into serving. You want them to serve because they want to serve. Yeah. And so it's a little counterintuitive because I know sometimes we're like, oh, man, well, I just need the help. But if we don't guilt them, they're probably actually going to stay longer mm-hmm. because then they'll actually want to want be a to part be. of it and they won't feel guilty every right. time that they can't. So you have to make sure not to guilt someone. Uh, a fourth tip is to affirm the volunteer regularly. And we often talk about this in terms of training and celebrating volunteers and all that. But you also have to do that individually. And it's easy to do it kind of in a big group setting. But to go individually, make sure you have these touch points with these volunteers exactly. and you're and you're you're affirming them as a person and their service and their sacrifice and their time and all of that is gonna be very, very helpful for you because then they will feel appreciated. You want people individually, one-on-one, to feel appreciated because when they feel appreciated, then they want to keep doing that because they know that, oh, you appreciate what exactly. they've been doing. You appreciate the time they're giving, appreciate the gifts they're using, all that stuff. And and just to take a brief 30 seconds in the lobby and stop somebody and say, hey, Jonathan, yeah. I saw you did this with those uh, fifth-grade boys. I just want to thank you for what you did. Right. Now, you yeah. may think that's just real quick throwaway, uh, but to the yeah. volunteer, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That means the world to them. Yeah. Number five, give human resource support. By that, I mean don't stick somebody off and isolate them. I understand that there probably are some things that need to be done that it's kind of a one-person job. But do everything you can to have other people with them to help them be part of the team because when they're part of the team, then when they can celebrate victories together. Yeah. Um, and if they hit bumpy spots, they, 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 they do those together. If you had a bumpy spot and you're off isolated, yeah. that is really tough. Yeah. So give human resource support. Yeah. Number six, provide initial and ongoing training. Uh, in a, in a, couple of, a couple episodes from now, we're going to talk about a specific nuance of training volunteers. But yeah. you, you cannot assume that people know what you want. And, you, you, and I know, I've been there a lot of times, hey, you know, I need a greeter on the front door. Well, I mean, what does it take to be a greeter? Well, you know what it takes? You need to give them instruction. Yeah. What What do you want to have happen? Do you want the door held open? Do you want them standing inside, outside? Yeah. Uh, do you want greeter on door four, outside, and greeter on door one, inside? Probably not. You know, So you need to get your expectations set out and train them. And, and we, we go through this in uh, episode 17 where we're talking about the, the specifics of role playing and get people to understand and you're providing training to them, not only right when they volunteer, yeah. but then ongoing training, you know, once or twice a year. Yeah. 
All right, seventh tip is talk to the volunteer. You wanna make sure that you actually have that conversation with them ongoing, not just when you first recruit them. Uh, you know, you're when you're recruiting them, and we talk about this in episodes 12 and 13, the eight-step process for recruiting volunteers in the church. You know, you're gonna be having those initial conversations with them, but then you have to continue that yep. and, and, and be building this relationship with them because when they feel like they're a, kind of what you're saying, a part of the team, when they feel like they... Like they uh, like that you appreciate them. I mentioned that earlier. That you care. That there's relationship there. That's going to help keep them there for the long haul, and that's the goal. And that's why why you want to make sure you continually talk to the volunteer and build that relationship with them. Well, and you want to make sure in that sense that they know you want them for who they are, not for what they do for you. Yeah, that's uh, if you if, if you if there's a sense that he only wants me because I. I work here, I or I volunteer yeah, cog here. In the wheels, You're right? just I'm just a yeah. cog in the wheel. Yeah. But you care for them as a person. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. Uh, the eighth thing is to share stories. You know, this is one of those things that's just so helpful for people is to hear stories how um, how the volunteers are matter and, and the impact that they're having. And if you can share stories in the group settings of you know so and so did this and. This is the this is the feedback we got. You know, at any time you actually have someone's someone write in, maybe if they email in or if they um, you know tell you tell you, hey, you know, this person over here just you know gave, gave such a great experience for me as a visitor of the church. You want to shout that from the rooftops. You want to share that story, help people to see what is happening and how that is directly impacting people that are visiting the church. Just using that as an example. But the point is you have to share stories. You want people to feel like they are connected to the whole. And so even if the story is about somebody else, Mm -hmm. you want to still get everyone included in. And so that way they're seeing, hey, what we are doing collectively together is making an impact. Absolutely. The ninth and final uh, point we want to make here is that you want to connect their service to the mission of the church. Now, your mission is probably in one way or another something uh, related to um, reaching spiritually lost people with the gospel. And so, you know, if you have an occasion where uh, maybe you have a baptism and, uh, you know, four people were baptized, well, (laughs) all the next week, you want to be talking to your volunteers in the nursery, in the kids area, the youth area, the worship team. Did you see that? Did you see those four people get baptized? You were a part of that happening. You were a part of, of um, the life change happening that we referenced to, and it ties to our overall mission. People want to be part of something bigger than themselves. If they feel like they're just doing a job, they're just, as you referenced, a yeah. cog in the wheel. Yeah. They're, they're, it's going to be very short-lived that they're going to stay with you. you. See, this whole discussion is about how do we get people to stay with us longer? And you'll do that if you'll do this ninth point. So, Jonathan, give us a snapshot of these yeah. nine. So these Round are the nine, the nine tips to increase volunteer retention. Just real quick. Research gifts and talents. Have clear expectations. Don't guilt the volunteer. Affirm the volunteer regularly. Give human resource support provide initial and ongoing training, talk to the volunteer, share stories, and then finally connect their service to the mission of the church. If you do these things, these different tips are gonna help you increase volunteer retention. Exactly. And, and, and just what I'd encourage you to do is pick one. Start with one. Be intentional about one. Maybe it's about uh, talking to the volunteer. So you're going to make a point. You're going to go person by person over the next few weeks and make sure you have these touch points with them. Maybe you're picking up the phone for a call. Whatever it might be, you you need to pick one of these and 
have these touch points. These things are gonna help you keep people serving for the long haul. There's nothing worse than to recruit a volunteer and then to lose a volunteer. Exactly. And we exactly. wanna help you recruit new volunteers and keep the ones you have. Exactly. And these tips are gonna help you to do so. I would finally also encourage you, if you have not yet done so, make sure to take the five-day leadership challenge for pastors. This is a five-day, 15-minute per day, free opportunity for you to develop your personal leadership. Just go to leaders.church slash challenge. Again, that's leaders.church slash challenge. And then also be sure to subscribe. Uh, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, hit that subscribe button. We want to make sure to keep you posted on future church tips episodes and anything else. Nope. I think we're good to go. All right. Retain more volunteers. Okay. Talk soon. Hey, Jonathan here, real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.